0: The Ricky Gervais Show On Guardian Unlimited
1: Welcome to the seventh uh, Ricky Gervais Show On the uh, podcast I'm Ricky Gervais With me Stephen Merchant Hello And Carl Pilkington Alright <laughs> Now, talking of that That's only five to go then, isn't it? Five to go in this series of 12 oh, Still seems a lot though, doesn't it? We'll, uh, we'll take a little break I'm sure we'll come back Through popular demand, I'm hoping Yep i'm hoping to put that on the poster back by popular demand well, well. i'm hoping
0: it's by overwhelming public demand yeah exactly my
1: yeah yeah as we're doing it for nothing yeah we, we want to get a little bit of a pat on the back yeah, don't exactly we? please somebody. um do they so give awards out like, for podcasting oh if they do <laughs> hello i am already <laughs> dying in my speech baby <laughs> um i was thinking that everyone listening um if you want to register uh, your email with us we'll let you know when we're back on air maybe later in the year, uh, go to com and just um, register. And then when I do a general mail-out, I'll let you all know when Carl Pilkington is back. You are a good guy to these people, Rick. No sweat. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's been an awful lot of correspondence. Um, it's I mean it's, it's backing up there. We've got acres of it to get through. Um, it is a bit mental, actually. But it's very flattering, and, and thank you all. And people have uh, sent such brilliant things in and spent so much time doing them. There's someone sent in this uh, 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 mock-up of... We, we were talking about the um, those Russian sort of iconoclastic artefacts and someone's mocked up Carl Pilkington as Saint Carl the Bewildered. It's, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so good. Can we put and those that, on the web? Yeah, I think... Let's put that up on um, com and that's from uh, Joe Murray in Philadelphia. We've also got one which is a little work of art from Ed Ferrari and it's the three of us in a studio and it's it's just great it's very flattering picture of you there, Rick. You look about 14. I know. I- I've come out very well in this. Carl, he's got a head like a fucking orange. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Yeah. And you, well, I don't know what you are. You, you, your, foot, your your head is about two foot long. And in real <laughs> life, it's only 18 inches long, isn't it? <laughs> so he's exaggerated yours <laughs> yeah. a little bit. But it's a lovely drawing. We'll put that up on the web as well. It's just, uh, so uh, everyone go to rickygevase.com. Everyone register, please, and we'll email you. And everyone um, uh, keep sending stuff in. So thank you very much, Carl. Joe from Bradford asks what body parts can you live without
0: he wants to know he's obviously having sleepless nights thinking about this what so (sighs) uh, with a brain (laughs) he's coped this far (laughs) so the bits
2: that i've got now if i had to get rid of yeah one of them yep what wouldn't i miss yes um see i I did a bit of an experiment on this right it's my job at home to to wash up right Suzanne does She play. gives you
1: all the really Big responsible ones <laughs> yeah. she, she, she sort of like Pays the bills And wires the house And she go, you go What can I do And you can go Well you can go and play With the worms in the garden <laughs> Yeah
2: So anyway So it's my job To, to wash up and that Right And um, I thought To sort of make it Interesting and stuff uh, I thought I wonder if I can do it Right If I didn't have any thumbs
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> And so what did you do So I just sort you of You off it. your thumbs I, I just sort of <laughs> elder them in and it's amazing how, like, it took me ages just having that that one
1: thing gone. Well, it's part of our evolution—the opposable thumb. Basically, that's when we soared. Th- 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 these are milestones in human evolution: the opposable thumb, that the forward-facing eyes, the upright. Th- these are these are massive things in in taking us out of the animal kingdom. And uh-huh. one day, Carl, you'll walk upright.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but what do you mean about eyes facing forward? You mean. Before we got here, there was people who,
1: uh, whose eyes were looking in the red.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't understand. The, is that what? Well, you No, mean? no, because when we got sort of uh, uh, binocular vision, where um, uh, we could, we could, you know, because we were uh, predators, have a forward face. I'm, I'm going way back. I'm not just saying. I'm not saying. Like, I'm not saying chimps had eyes on the side of their head, but I'm saying big, big, major um, milestones in any evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I lost you at evolution. Yeah. It?
0: So uh, when you were doing this experiment, washing up, um, you say that you found it
1: difficult. It took you ages. So you you didn't you didn't just give give up once you realised how essential thumbs were. No, you I actually pe- washed up everything. I just think of Suzanne walking in and Carl's there, just covered in water and and fairy liquid suds, standing on a pile of broken crockery.
0: Yeah, uh, pl- plunging his face into the sink every three, thirty seconds and just <laughs> swishing his head around. <laughs>
2: But we talked about the the washing up thing before, and uh we stood there washing up, and um, I sort of look out out of out of a window. So the sinks in front of the window, yeah, and that's why I quite like washing up because I can just look out onto the street, see people going past. There's like a local homeless fella called Franco, you know. I look out that like, he's all right and everything. Sure. But I was looking across the way, right, and there's some uh, sort of there's some Chinese people who live on in a flat, right, really small flat. And they're up till all hours. I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but they, they decide to back up at about half three in the morning. That they're always really noisy. And that, but above them, there was some woman, right? Who um, the sort of bedroom is on par to our kitchen, right? Yeah. So I'm sort of washing up. Yeah. And I sort of look across and see see this woman with, uh, like you know, no no pants on and that, no no bra on that,
1: naked. Yeah, just... That's the word you're looking for. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah she's just wandering about you know, on that. So I was like, oh, what's going on here? So I ca- carried on washing up and that, right? And uh, <laughs> kept looking, and then I was looking and she looked at me, right? So we made eye contact. <laughs> sure. So I was like, oh, God, right? So um, what I thought the best thing to do was, was sort of drop me pants a little bit... <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit, just like you know, I had boxer shorts on and that. I thought if I just show a little bit of, little bit of sort of ass cheek, then it's kind of like right, we we quits.
0: Right? <laughs> I don't understand the thinking. So,
2: so Suzanne's watching the telly, right? I think she was watching Sex in the City or something. Yeah, she sort of turns around to see how I'm getting on with the washing up, right? She sees me with like my pants sort of down a little bit with my arse out. She said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Don't look now." Okay. Okay. I said, "But there's a woman over the road, right? We no pants on and that." She caught me looking. I'm just giving her a bit back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love the fact that he explains the rules, and Susan's meant went to go,
0: Okay, that makes sense. But I don't, so so hang on, so you you, you showed a bit of your arse, you turned, presumably, to show the arse, or why well, did the arse at the I moment? I had to lift it up a little bit on the, sort
2: of, on the draining board.
0: What, hang on though, wh- um, what did she do? Did you register her reaction when she saw a bit of your arse? What happened?
2: When she saw my arse? Yeah. Well, then I wasn't looking, because I thought, in a way, it, I don't want, I don't want it to look like... Well, I've seen a bit of your stuff, here's a bit of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I just Look. thought at the end of the day, I caught a glance
0: of you. It's only fair.
2: You've had a bit back. You know, I'm not see, a big I, deal out You see, I
1: genuinely it. think James Stewart missed a trick here in Rear Window. Yeah. This would have been, you know, a much better film had uh, James Stewart just popped his pants down.
0: It would have given a whole new meaning to the, to the title Rear Window.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's
2: tricky though. I seem to be surrounded by people like that. Because I've told you before, there's the old woman across the way who's. Just sat there reading a book. I, I look through everybody's windows like that, uh Remember that film, that slith- Sliver or something?
0: Okay, right.
2: When, in, when they've got video cameras. Yeah. I'm just looking onto everybody's world and just seeing what people are getting up to. There's no, nothing wrong with that. Brilliant. That's why I like washing up. <laughs> <laughs> the Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited.
0: Chris has emailed a mantra for Carl. We were talking about famous mantras and sayings and things. Yeah. Never as a mank said so much to so many that means so little. Brilliant. So you can have that on your uh, headstone. Rupert... Your little round headstone. <laughs> Rupert's in the Isle of Man. He says, I don't know if you knew this, Carl, but apparently octopus's testicles are located in their heads.
2: Yeah. But then, to me, that isn't that, that amazing, because at the end of the day, an octopus, really, all it is is an head. <coughs> <laughs>
1: So everything it's got has to be it in the head. It has to be
2: in the head. it looked daft if they dangled down below. <laughs> right? So all, all it is is... I mean, there's a lot Hang on of a it
0: looked daft if they dangled down below. There's, <laughs> I'm wondering again, that's almost... I don't think you should start sending them in, but that could almost be the B-side to, uh B-side a to Nob Night. I could eat a Nob at Night. James Round says, Carl, if you could be anyone in the world, who would it be?
2: Uh. Dead or alive.
1: Why would you choose to be a dead person?
2: <laughs> no, but, but sometimes, like, these people who, who are now, now dead, but everybody raves about them.
1: Like but, but are you saying... But he he wants you to, to live that life, not have been that person. Are you saying that if you chose Napoleon, you'd be Napoleon, but he'd be back to life... Um, uh, walking around now on the bus, or he, he you know, b- it'd be the the 18th century, or what? What are you saying?
2: I'm, I'm, what What I mean is, if
1: I'll oh, just answer the question: Who would you be and why? Someone you no, admire, no, no. or you think had a good life? But, just answer but the question. what I mean is,
2: it's good to be remembered, like Winston Churchill is remembered yeah. as being a decent bloke. But I wouldn't want the asshole that he had, so I don't want to live his life.
1: Right. But it's good to be. You'd like to be Winston Churchill, but you'd like to have a paper round <laughs> instead of uh, uh, saving the world. Yeah. Well...
2: That's, that's what I mean, but is he saying who would want whose job would oh, I want to take on? It's not that complicated. The question
0: is this, if he could be anyone in the world, who would Carl be? That's the question. That's all the information I've got.
2: A lot of responsibility on a lot of jobs, isn't he?
0: So some of the names flowing through your head now?
2: Um, I was thinking um, Bruce Willis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I never expected that! So when
0: he, what? So his responsibility, in your mind, is what? Saving uh, people who are trapped in a building with terrorists?
2: Well, yeah, may, maybe, you know, his, his worries are different worries. With, you know, people who have a lot of money come other worries. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So Bruce Willis, he's always going on these marches, isn't he, saying stop war and all that. Mainly know. because he's got, you know, he's got more... More to lose if there's a war. He's got loads of houses. One of them's going to get damaged. <laughs> Whereas if you're poor, you've got the one house. If there's a war, it's like, oh, just end it all for me, then I'm sick of it anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sure. So with, Where is with, Bruce? Yeah. yeah. With, with with successful life and happy life, there's more for you to lose is what I'm saying. Right. Like, at the moment, because I've, I've, I've finished a job that's, uh, that I've been at for ten years, right? I've finished working there, so suddenly I've got... My, my timetable's a bit out, and I haven't got enough of a routine, and I, I'm a man who likes to know what I'm doing. So. Yeah.
0: So, now, suddenly... I, Five until seven, washing up, with no thumbs.
2: <laughs> I, I like... I like... I, I've sort of turned into, like, an old person, <laughs> where the little jobs that you shouldn't enjoy are now the main event. So but, hold like, on, how
1: old are you? You're 31, aren't you? 32. 32? 32? And you're pottering around, <laughs> not knowing what to do with yourself.
2: Well, like, yesterday, Suzanne's shoes needed uh, to go to the cobblers, right?
1: <laughs> I haven't heard the word cobblers. I didn't even know cobblers still existed. I only ever see that in Christmas films made by Disney.
2: Well, I had to go and do that, and that suddenly... Because last,
1: last time you were going to the toffee shop...
0: <laughs> yeah! ...and <Now>, they <laughs> were to the cobblers. Next week it's the candlestick maker.
2: <laughs> but all that, all I mean is, that suddenly is a nice little day out. I'm sort of putting my coat on, going, right, I'll go and, go and see the cobbler now, yeah. and going to have a chat. Tell me about the cobbler. You didn't come
0: back with three magic beans, did you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, co- the cobbler's cobbler's alright. He's, you know, he's doing, you know, he's fixing cobbling. shoes and that. He's cobbling, um, he's cobbling all day. Have i told you about uh my uncle Alf, who was a cobbler. No? I'm sure I told you about him. He's he's the one who um he lived in like a, a bed set and he had two tellies. <laughs> he had he had like one that that the sound didn't work on oh and right. one that the picture didn't but both together, it worked. <laughs> oh, right, okay. So as long as he was watching the right, the same channel on both, sound came out of one telly, and he'd watch the picture on the other. Brilliant. And he slept in, like, a, a rubber dinghy. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but he was he Whoa! W-
1: you can't just let that slide. Why did
2: you sleep in a rubber dinghy? He, he just like boats and stuff, and uh,
1: he sort of... <laughs> yeah, I like boats, but they're better on the water. Beds are better to sleep on boats are better to sail on
2: well he just he just had it in there it's a bed set. it was really tight space he's got this he's got he, this he moved uh, into a dinghy sit he's got this dinghy so he's thinking well rather than it getting in the way I might as well use it yeah right? but he was a, he was a cobbler and he, he used to like repair like my shoes and that right yeah. but he, he'd always sort of overdo them <laughs> right so, <laughs> what do you mean like um, <laughs> fancy do you know like pimp my ride on MTV yeah because he does up shoes, he'd go mental on them.
1: What do you mean? There was a, the stereo? Yeah. Well, no, it- There was horns? it's- Here comes stripes down yeah, yeah. Here comes Mr Pilkerton, He's <laughs> yeah. got the fastest shoes in the land. No,
2: it, it just makes shoes that would last forever. So, instead of putting, like, one sole on, he'd put about five on. So, you, it looked like one of them built-up shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That you never see. It just put loads of stuff. on They'd last forever, but they did. But they look like I, orthopedic I was, shoes. Yeah, yeah. It just like the suddenly I, I was like six foot seven. <laughs> whenever he'd sort of sorted my shoes out, but he's he's a cobbler, and you know it's work. That's that's always always there for you, isn't it?
0: I um, suppose so. So you it. went out with to to to, to, to take uh, Suzanne's shoes to the cobbler. Yeah.
2: So that's it. Yeah. So I just took them to the cobbler's and that, and that that was a, like a nice little job for the day. Um, I got a leaflet through the door saying, you know, if you want to walk a dog, you know, the the rates are good. I don't know what they what they pay and that, but I got a little letter in my little letterbox saying, you know, if you if you're free in the day,
1: what they pay you to walk pay, a dog,
2: they pay you to walk a dog and that. And I thought if I do that and get a paper round, two in one. Sorry,
1: you just went from a job right where you were the head of production at a radio station. Dare I say it on? I, I, can I discuss your... Uh, well, it was an alright wage, yeah. It was very good. But I wasn't
2: happy, so it's pointless. No,
1: to. I know that, but to go from the head of a department on uh, a lot of money to walking dogs and doing a paper round, uh, I don't know. I, no, but I, it's about being happy, isn't it? I know, but that's, that's commendable, if that's true, but... It, okay. What right. makes you happier?
2: Well, I haven't, I haven't walked the dog yet, but I'm just saying, if I do... I mean, I'm not taking it if it's raining... I'm just thinking if it's a nice sunny day and I fancy a potter, I'll, I'll go round to her and say, well, how much are
1: you paying? I'll take te- te- the dog a walk and sure. stuff. But I, I can't believe some of the words that have cropped up in this. It's, it's, it's 2006 now. Potter, cobblers, toffee shop. It, it, it's, uh, it's very, very strange. Do you live in Narnia?
2: <laughs> the Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited. Right, uh, a lot of people are sort of emailing in Sort of brainy stuff. Brilliant. Right. Uh, which, you know, the more the merrier. I'm, I'm happy getting all this stuff and if, if, you know, it grabs me eye, I'll run it by you and you can sort of tell me about it and that. And getting a lot of stuff about uh, philosophy. Oh, yeah. And all that. Um, is That's another one that's mentioned on an email.
1: Descartes. Yeah. The French philosopher. Yeah. What was what's, what's your question?
2: Well, he, he sort of cropped up on an email. Someone said, uh, what do you think of of him and i was
1: like oh, i don't know he um uh famously he he pondered his his own existence uh, cogito ergo sum I think, therefore, I am. He was thinking about that. He was thinking, how do I know all this is true, everything around me? And he thought, "Uh, well, I can see it and I can smell it and I can hear it. And he went, oh, yeah, my senses can be fooled. I could be dreaming. He thought, well, that's true. I could be dreaming. But if I'm dreaming, then at least I'm alive. At least I have some sort of consciousness. So if I'm even thinking about anything, uh, you know, I am, I exist. I think, therefore, I am. Cogito ergo sum.
2: But we don't need to know the Latin bit. Why is everyone always going back to Latin? It was ages ago. <laughs> Why is that language always been... And were Latin people always in a rush? Because they seem to be like words for full sentences. Why couldn't they just set, set the time and say what they want to say? <laughs> and it's just like, what, what was the rush? to teach Latin! What about Plato?
1: Right, Greek.
2: Right? Now, would you say he's he's a bright bloke?
1: Yes, I would. I'd say he's a very, very bright bloke.
2: Right, let me tell you this. Right? <laughs> if he's that bright, you know how he got killed? No. Got hit on the head by an egg.
1: Fucking <laughs> 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 hell! Well, he's right, not, wh- he's wh- not so clever then, is he? <laughs> That's what I'm
0: saying. Boo! What's the story with the egg? He was, um...
2: He was on holiday, or something, right? <laughs> and... <laughs> he was on holiday
1: in Greece, probably. He yeah. was.
2: He's having a walk about and a bird was flying over the over his um, over sort of. This over bird the was
1: what? A great orc? What? What? So, what size bird? Killed it him bi- with it his was, egg. He
2: was a big one, yeah. Was it? And and the way they used to crack well,
1: an ostrich on a hang glider.
2: The way they used to crack the eggs open to let the kids out. They used to drop
1: them on rocks. <laughs> <laughs> what bird is this dropping its egg to let the kids out? You are a maniac! <laughs> <laughs> you are a maniac!
2: And Plato <laughs> had a little bald head. Right. So from the top, the bird's there looking down, and it goes, oh, there's, there's a little rock, I'll drop the egg. Hit him on the head. Killed him. Now, this is what I was saying before about...
1: I'm, you- either, well, I'm letting too much go now, because I'm so desensitised to his nonsense. I let him go, the bird saw Plato and said, there's a rock down there. Yeah.
0: Well, if, he's it, if these birds are killing people with bald heads, you've got to be terrified.
1: So,
2: but listen, this is what I'm saying, though, right? Before about knowledge and that our knowledge is, is
1: hassle or success. That's is hassle. that. I, now, now th- I think that was Newton. <laughs> knowledge is hassle. Now, what? Wh- but why? Why is, is Plato's intelligence
0: got anything to do with the fact that this bird dropped it? Because, on head?
2: because he was intelligent and he's probably earning a nice few quid yeah. by giving out whatever messages he gave out. Yeah. He could afford to go on holiday to exotic places. If he was working in a factory, (laughs) he wouldn't have been on this beach with big birds dropping eggs. (laughs) Is what I'm saying. So, in a way, it backfired. His knowledge killed him.
1: And that, I think, was Kierkegaard. His knowledge killed him. That's... I mean, where you got this stuff about him being on holiday? Well, he he was... he, he
2: shouldn't have been on the beach. He was only there having a break or whatever from doing what he does. It wouldn't have happened if he wasn't on holiday <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, I can't remember which show this was That we were discussing this But we talked about um, well-known phrases And um, quotes from the past We talked about Benjamin Franklin People have, uh, This is an email we've had saying um, Carl, what do you take by the uh, well-known saying A stitch in time saves nine A stitch in time saves Saves nine. Or a
1: stitching time saves nine.
0: Yeah.
2: See, uh, it's another one that I don't. I don't think I've picked up on a lot of these sayings that are being sort of thrown about um, <laughs> willy nilly. <laughs> willy
0: nilly. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> willy nilly. Okay. Willy
2: nilly. No, yeah. no, but I, I, again, it's one of them like like last week. I've heard of it, but but I've what does willy nilly mean? Just sort of like throwing it about all over the place.
1: What, what what do you mean but what i said what what does what does the term willy-nilly mean
2: it just sort of means you know carefree that's right yeah
1: okay so but what good. does a but stitch in time so say? you nine understood mean? willy-nilly so you used a phrase you know, it i mean nicer, you used it? it you said it willy-nilly but um <laughs> you you've sort of got the gist of it so what does a stitching time saves nine mean
2: i i, I don't know you what do, do you mean you know? don't
1: know think about it a stitch in time saves nine is it to do with sewing well yeah sort of
2: so get, if, it's not that clear. So it's if you've
1: got, so you got a jacket yeah. and the seam starts coming undone, oh, there's a little bit of seam, I'll leave it. Oh, it's getting worse and right, worse. Soon right. your sleeve falls off. So you just need one stitch there, that'll do it. If you do it now, later you'll need nine stitches. And that, of course, uh, is an analogy to other things. If you leave something that, that, that needs attention or repair, it'll get worse. So do it now, do it in time. Yeah, they could have said a tile in su- time saves nine on your roof. They just used a you know a sewing analogy. But it depends if you're busy at that point, because <laughs> if, you've got,
2: <laughs> if you've got something else that needs doing, that means that isn't being done, because you're messing about putting something out of a hole in your coat, is what I mean. Yeah. You can't always do stuff straight away. So maybe, I don't know, I don't know if there's a, a, a sort of a middle ground where you don't have to do it straight away, but stitching... A stitch sometimes time, today. Say in 15 or whatever, meaning you, know. you don't have to do it straight away but just do it before it
1: gets really bad. Brilliant. Do you think yours is less poetic than, than A Stitching Time Saves Nine? So yours is, this is what you wanted to be a quote, right? Well, you could do it now, but if you're doing something else, then, uh, you know, we well, well, don't do it immediately, but do it soon so it doesn't get really bad. Carl Pilkington. No, but it's the same, <laughs> that's
2: the same way I treat most things in life. It's like I never go to the doctor's. Unless it's really bad. That is sensible. That is
1: very good advice. No. That's brilliant advice for anyone listening. Never go to the doctors. Unless it's really bad. But that's why a lot of people, particularly working class people, you know, um, die. Because they don't want to bother the doctor or they're mildly embarrassed. Or they don't know um, symptoms, bad symptoms. Go to the doctor if, if, if you're not sure about something. Like, you were terrified to go and have your prostate. Still not been. Not doing it. Why not?
2: I wish you wouldn't talk about it because now Suzanne will listen to this and she'll go, Oh, yeah, you haven't been, and start dragging it up again. But why are you worried about a, a little, uh, a qualified I doctor? I don't know what they're doing up there.
1: What? They what, just what pop. What the- are we in? They. Po- <laughs> what are you talking about? They pop their finger up. That's what I mean, though. Why? Well, it's
2: 2006. Yeah. Why are they still using the index finger? <laughs> what? what <laughs> would you prefer the
0: forefinger or the thumb, would no. you? <laughs>
2: No, what I mean no! is, we've got- Or a thumb
0: on a stick, some kind of thumb on a stick. You, yeah, you, would you prefer it to a me be- A mechanical thumb, a, a robot th- thumb.
2: Why isn't it just a little camera? Or something that They're can- happen- g- Well, they well, put the
0: camera up if, if they initially discover something. but Just put the camera up straight away.
2: No, they don't to the need visit. to.
1: They pop the finger up, feel that the prostate isn't swollen, wiggle it around a little bit, up your a, 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 a back passage. They'd, what I are you I, about?
2: I don't think- they, they need to do. Are that you embarrassed? In a Are you age.
1: embarrassed about being in a room with your trousers around your ankles and little fellows popping? A his. little bit. Yeah. Why?
2: And the other thing is, it's not just that, is it? So you go in there, they check your heart out and that, which to me is the most important thing, because that's what keeps you going, isn't it? <laughs> right? yeah. You've got to go there. You yeah. sat on the bus, stressing out, thinking, oh, in less than half an hour, I'm gonna have a finger up the arse, <laughs> right? <laughs> what is the problem? And they go them? in, they check your heart, <laughs> they probably check your testicles and that. What's up with
1: that? They check testicles, yeah? That's yeah, but it's
2: all building and you, you've sat there going, oh, soon that'll, that'll be happening. Yeah. And that's what puts me off.
1: So if they just came round when you were asleep, <laughs> Suzanne just let them in and goes, he's over there, right, right. and they crept up and went, bang, you know you what you're doing?
2: That. I just don't understand why they don't teach you how to do it yourself.
1: How can they- How can they, did? Imagine you, squatting in a corner, with one hand on your bollocks and the other finger up the arse going, it seems to be
0: alright. Carl, you don't understand the phrase, a stitch in time saves night. I don't think you should be doing any kind of invasive medical research in your own human body. But- but then- Who knows what trouble you're gonna cause. No, but then at least- You'd get stuck. Yeah. You would get stuck. Susanna come out, your fist would be up your own arse. (laughs) Okay, I think it's probably time. I've just let me just check my watch. Yeah, it's monkey news time.
1: Oh, chimpanzee! That monkey news, yeah. Right. Last
0: week we
2: talked about uh, you know the the one who who was who was good at getting up buildings and that for uh, putting out fires and stuff. Ended yeah. up working for the fire department. Yeah, not true,
0: but sure. Yeah. But if, uh, there was, if the building had good grippage he was right up there. Yeah, yeah. it's not true, but go on.
2: So this week, anyway, it's about it's more about tall buildings and stuff. Oh yeah. It was this bloke who was a builder. Oh yeah, right. and uh, you know what builders are like? They sort of move about, don't they? From from sort of building to building, just building. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, once they built it. The building's done,
1: and they move on to move build some more. Building to building, just Where? building. Yeah.
2: So he goes to his next job, and that right.
0: Who does the builder? The
2: builder. Yep. He goes to like the, the, the boss. The, the boss of this building, who's building it.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And he and he says what unto him? Do you need anything building? <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So anyway.
2: So he says. Uh, he says, "Yeah, yeah, there's plenty of work in that going about." Yep. He says, "We're working on this one here." He said, uh, "Get going on it. Like, there's your bricks and your cement and stuff. Get on with it." Yeah. So yeah. the so any they st- plans? So nah. they,
0: so they st- <laughs> just build. Just just start building.
2: Yeah. Go up. To getting on with it and stuff. It's all going well. Right? Yep. Um. But he notices that there's someone working high up, oh. right, on, on the <laughs> okay. top bit. Because sure. do you know like these girders and stuff on these big yeah. buildings, yeah. and he's still building the bottom bit, and which he's is still weird. yeah. Well, that's that's the the way they. they do it there, apparently, just to sort of speed it up. Work from top to middle, from top to bottom. Sure, you know that's I
1: mean. and that's where that's in the imaginary lens. We so put anyway. the spire on, and then we better do the foundations, <laughs> yeah. and then put some stuff in the middle to keep it up there. So
2: anyway, he's he's saying to like the other workers, he's going, "What's who's that up there? Who's that up like, there? Who's that, yeah. who's working on his own? The li-
1: what the little fellow was he? And, the uh, little
2: the hairy fellow up, the fell? up there? He's he the little hairy <laughs> fella up there with the top, uh, hard hand? And the other fellows are going, "Look, you know, don't ask questions. You know, the boss decides who he takes on. We're mm. happy to be getting paid here. Don't ask
1: questions." Yeah. <laughs> well I'll see him when he comes down
2: so he said well he's, he's pretty impressive you know the, the work rate he's doing the way he's getting from one girder to the other <laughs> he, doesn't Swinging, seem, is he? he doesn't seem to be scared mm. of the heights or anything he said no just let him get on with it you know we work well as a team so anyway <laughs> what nonsense is so, this so, <laughs> he believes all this yep. so he sees the boss and he goes that fella up there who's he, uh, the fella up there he's, he's pretty good and he's like look you know just get on with the job yeah I'll pay you let's just all get on with our jobs and that <laughs> Lunchtime comes, they're all sat there, sat on a little wall, having the sandwiches, just thinking he'll come down in a bit. He's yeah. just carrying on. Yeah. Is he? He's just still going. Still yeah. going on that, right? Mm. So, the fella says to the boss man, he says, Isn- isn't that fella up there, uh, gonna come down and join us for lunch? He said, uh he said, like I said, mate, don't, don't worry about him,
1: yeah. right? He Being said, very sick it. I'm suspicious about this fella, I don't know why he's working through his lunch, I don't know why he's not scared of heights, and I don't know why he's swinging from girder to girder, it's weird, go on.
2: So he said, oh, anyway, you've reminded me that he's up there. He said um, he's doing a lot of riveting and stuff up there. He probably needs some more nuts to...
0: Uh... Right, sure. And what kind of nuts is that? Is that nuts to food or...?
2: So he said, what, nuts? He said, yeah, just uh, there's a bag full of them there. Just, just put them on the hook, send them up, and he can get on with his job. So anyway, he picks these nuts up. Nuts, right, yeah. Just hooks them on. He thinks, they're not that heavy. No. Considering, you know, I mean, they're normally pretty heavy, aren't they? Like nuts big and bolts and stuff. stuff. Yeah. So anyway, he has a little glance in. Oh,
0: no, what's in there? Nuts. What, you mean nuts that you can eat?
2: Nuts that you can eat, right? oh. So they send the bag up and he's thinking, what's all that about? He checks him out, starts to stare, works it out. You can see that he's a little chimp running about. So he goes, I'm not happy with this. Why so isn't he? Because he's working for an organisation that's, you know, there's unions for this sort of stuff. Isn't <laughs>
1: isn't he? <laughs> that? Yeah, he's not going, that's amazing. They've got a chimp riveting this building together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not scary. He's wondering if they're breaking union rules. <laughs> So he, he, go, he goes. Talk he shit, goes. So he the goes. He goes
2: to the boss and he goes, "Look, I've worked out what you're playing at here." Yeah. He said, "All oh, them." He's the there. boss
1: sitting in a tyre.
2: <laughs> he said, "All oh, them lot out there might not be wise to what's what's going on here." He yeah. said, "But I've I've clocked it, and you're sending nuts up to it. It's a monkey. It's not on." So he goes, "Look, you know, we just all we to earn a living here." He said, uh, "Don't get involved in it. I'm happy to pay you, but I'm paying him. Don't don't interfere." He's paying him, and he's saying, "Look, I, I'm just not happy with this. It's it's not allowed." So the boss was saying, "Well, we pay honest, peanuts, mate, we get monkeys." He said, "To be honest, mate, you know, uh, he, he's a great worker. <laughs> he's known for doing what he does. He's a good grafter. If one of you's going to go, right, I'm afraid I'll have to let you go because he's, he's been here longer than that.
1: Yeah. He was made redundant. None because of that of the happened. He, he
2: was he was laid off.
1: None of that happened.
2: He's laid off and that. And that's no. where that saying about, um, you know, like there's a lot of tower blocks and that in America. It's like, like uh, the uh, chimp off the old block." is, is <laughs> where <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so that's monkey news
1: thanks for listening to this uh, podcast who was it hosted by? it was hosted by a great bunch of guys called Positive Internet they host the number one podcast in the world The Ricky Gervais Show with me, Ricky Gervais Stephen Merchant goodbye and Carl Pilkington mm-hmm. The Ricky Gervais Show on Guardian Unlimited.